shall see in his hands the print of the nails. Put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand to his side. I will not believe. In verse 26, and after eight days again, his disciples were within Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, yet have believed. And by the help of the Holy Ghost this morning, I want to minister on this thought. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Let's put down our Bibles and let's lift up our hands and our voices and let's call upon the name of the Lord this morning. Dear Father, we love you, Jesus. We thank you, dear God, for another opportunity to stand in your house, dear Lord, and to call upon your holy name. I pray, oh Lord Jesus, that you would have your way in this place. I pray, Lord, that faith would fill this room, Lord. Dear God, that we will believe in the truth of your word, dear God, and that you are the resurrected Savior, Lord, oh God, and that you come, Lord, to save and to deliver and set the captive free this day. We give you the glory, Lord. We give you the honor, Lord. Oh, we thank you in advance, Lord, for what you are about to do in this house. We give you all of the praise and all of the honor. The mighty name of Jesus, we pray. In Jesus' name, we pray. And everybody, say Amen. You can be seated this morning in the house of the Lord. I am a believer. I am a believer. You'll find out that we live in a world that it is hard for them to have simple faith in the supernatural. Right. That when it comes down to spiritual things, there are a lot of skeptics in our world right. this morning, today. That many don't believe that there is a God. Nevertheless, do they believe that there is a God that came down, rolled himself in flesh, and that a virgin that had never been involved in any kind of relationship with a man gave birth to that flesh that the Almighty God dwelt in. Now, many believe in the virgin birth this morning, 
but a, a small compared to the billions and billions of people in our world. There is just a minority of people that actually believe Amen. in what the Word of God says. Amen. That this morning, that our world, it is easy and it's more convenient for them to believe in science, that despite what the scripture tells us that in the beginning God created. Now the Bible makes it very clear. Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. But that's for the skeptic that is not possible. That they are more inclined to believe in evolution, that over time, over a process of time, that man evolved, and that that's how we got here, or they will believe in Big Bang Theory, that there was a Big Bang, and bam, everything appeared. And you'll find out that all throughout higher education in universities, that faith is trampled on, that is torn down, mm -hmm. that it is made a mockery of, yeah. that it is taught that science is where it is, mm -hmm. and that evolution is where it's at, and that, that faith in God, that that's not real, that's just something that people use as a crutch, amen? to believe in the fact that there is a God and that He is able to heal us, that He is able to save, that He is able to deliver, and that God is able to break every chain and every stronghold and every addiction. I'm going to speak some faith in this house this morning. Amen? And I want you to know that there is no problem, there is no sickness, there is no addiction too strong for our God. That the God that we're talking about this morning, and let me just go ahead and from the out, on the outset of this, this message, let me just go ahead and declare his name this morning so we can just get it all out of the way this morning. The God that I'm talking about, his name is Jesus, amen, and that Jesus is able to save us in the year of 2019, that he is able to deliver, he is able to set free, he is able to turn one's life around for the good. Anybody came in with a believing heart this morning, believing that I am here this morning because I believe in a man named Jesus, and that if I come to Jesus this morning, and I come with my problems, and I come with my worries, and I come with my issues, that by the time I leave here this morning, I will have an encounter with a man named Jesus, and that Jesus will turn my life around for the good, and I will not leave here the same way that I came in, but I'll leave here changed, I'll leave here delivered. Anybody believe that 
this morning. Anybody came to just declare that here on Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and I believe that that God is here. I believe that He's here to make the way where it seems like there is. I'm a believer. I believe that this morning. I believe the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That that God that in the Old Testament they knew as Yahweh, they knew as Jehovah, that that almighty God came down from heaven. That he rolled himself in flesh. And that he came with a mission. Amen. He came for a purpose. And that was to redeem lost humanity. Which is you and I. We are in need of redemption. We are in need of salvation. There are things that have so many people bound this morning. That have people locked up. And have people enslaved. But I want you to know this morning that there is a God, amen, that has come to break the chains of slavery. There is a God that has come to break the strongholds and break the grips that the devil has on the lives of so many. Can I tell you this morning, we don't need, amen, another book to read, amen. We need an encounter with a man named Jesus that is able to pull me out of, that is able to straighten my life up for the good, that is able to fill me with the power of the Holy Ghost, and able to set my feet up on the straight street, and able to work a work in my life like never before. Come on, somebody. I need some help this morning. I need somebody that really believes that this morning to open up your mouth and lift up your hands and shout the name of Jesus. We come to run the devil out of here this morning. We come to let the devil know we're done believing in the lies that you're selling and in the lies that you're giving us. But once and for all, we believe what Jesus is saying. And that Jesus says that he can make a way. I believe And so we pick up here in the book of John. We pick up where this is after Jesus has been crucified and that he has risen from the grave, that he has showed himself to his disciples. Showed himself to his disciples. Exactly what he had told them was true, that after three days that he would raise from, up from that grave, and that he appears to them and he begins to show them. Well, when he showed himself to them, there was one that was missing in action, one by the name of Thomas that was not there. And so by the time he catches up with the disciples, the disciples let him know, hey, guess what? We got some good news. Jesus is alive. We have seen him. He has shown himself to us. Amen. 
And I'm going to tell you something this morning. If Jesus has shown up, amen, in your life, if he has shown himself to be real to you, amen, can I tell you this morning, you are a blessed individual, amen, to have an encounter with that God. Can I tell you this morning, I just come to shout it this morning, he's alive, amen. He's not dead, but he is alive. Can I just declare, we don't serve a dead God this morning. We serve a God that is alive and that is able to work a work in our lives. Can I tell you something? There is still hope for your family. There is still hope for your lost children. There is still hope, amen, for you to be healed, amen. You know why? Because he's alive, amen, and that he is able to do whatever it is that you have need of. There is no drug addiction. There is no matter of perversion that my God cannot deliver and cannot pull you out of. Can somebody declare he's alive? I'm a living witness. He's alive. I was once lost, but and I was
the less I can put my finger in those nail prints. He said, I will not believe. Can I tell you this morning, amen, that it is important that when I hear the word, amen, and when I hear it go forth, amen, and when it has been declared, amen, concerning Jesus, it's important, amen, that I grab a hold of that word and I don't allow the devil to rob me of that word and cause me to have an unbelieving heart. I gotta believe what God's word is saying this morning. I gotta allow some faith to spring up and believe that I heard that man named Jesus is a healer. And I believe that if he healed him, I believe he can heal me. I heard that man named Jesus is able to break addictions. He's able to deliver. He's able to save my soul. Well, if he did it for them, I believe that he can do it for me. Anybody believe that this morning? Anybody believe that God is able to turn your life around for the good? You no longer have to be depressed. You no longer have to be oppressed. You no longer have to be addicted to prescription drugs. You can be delivered by the power of the Holy Ghost. You can be set free. Believe the word that is going forth. I must believe what is being said. Now, on this journey of faith, amen, this journey that we are on, you're going to find out that there are going to be some bumps in the road. You're going to find out that there are going to be some situations. You're going to find out that there are going to be some things that problems that will occur, that will arise out of your control. You can do nothing about them. But it is important that in those times that my faith remain in God, that I don't begin to start fearing, I don't begin to start wavering, I don't begin to start backing up, I don't throw in the towel and look for another option. Honey, there's only one option, amen, and his name is Jesus. There is no other option. Nobody else will do. Nothing else will do. No drug will do it, amen. No alcoholic damage will do it. No human relationship will do it. But there is a man named Jesus that is able to do exactly what you have need of. The devil will attack. And he will have you surrounded on all sides. And he'll feel like the walls are closing in on you. What am I going to do about this? Sometimes my problems and me being so surrounded, a problem, problems on every side. Not being able to see clearly, sometimes my view and my perspective can get a little off. Yeah. That I can start seeing things incorrectly. Right. 
You'll find out that the Bible says, you'll read it in the book of 2 Kings, that the Bible tells us that uh, the war was getting back, that the, the, I think it was the Syrians that they were planning on an attack on Israel. But you'll find out that every time that they were planning, amen, that it was being revealed to them, to Israel, the king of Israel, what was going to happen. Right. To the point where the Syrians started asking, you know, who is giving out our plans? We got somebody, it's an inside job. Somebody is telling what we're about to do. And they said, no, that's not the problem, king. The problem is there is a prophet, amen, down in Israel. How many are glad for real prophets? How many are glad for real preachers? How many are glad for not, not false prophets, amen, but for real people, amen, that can stand up and declare the word of God and let you know what is about to happen before it comes so that you will be prepared, you will be called of God. How many are glad that God warns you? How many are glad that God prepares you for what is about to come? The issue is that there's a prophet down in Israel, and he is telling, he is revealing to them what we're trying to do. And so they came up with the great idea, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go teach this prophet a lesson. And so they sunk their army down. The Bible says that they got down there, and that there was a servant of the prophet, young servant, amen? A little wet behind the ears, inexperienced, hadn't been in it long enough. And the Bible says that he went out and he saw the Syrian army and that they had them surrounded. And that that young, inexperienced servant began to lift up his voice and begin to cry out and ask what are we going to do? They've got us surrounded. There is no way we can make it out of this. And the Bible says that the prophet came out there, didn't even break a sweat, wasn't even nervous or nothing. And he just began to pray. He said, Lord, open up his eyes that he may see that they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And the Bible says when that young servant eyes was opened up, he saw an army, a fiery army, and kept all around about her. The prophet just waiting for one of them to try to lay hands on that prophet. You know what you got to have? You got to have some faith. You got to pray the prayer of faith and say, Lord, open up my eyes. I can't see no way out of this, Lord. So I need you to open up my eyes. I need you to help me to believe that more is with us than more that be with them. That no matter what the devil is doing, you you got us covered. You got us protected. You got my. Amen. Gotta, gotta ask God to open up these eyes of mine sometimes. Because sometimes I get a little doubt. Sometimes, 
Seems like there is no way due to problems, circumstances, due to what seems impossible to me. And that Jesus is earthly ministry encountered many people with many problems. It's no new thing for people to have problems, troubles. Job said we was born, amen. We was born for trouble. That we're not here that long on this earth before problems occur. You ain't got to ask for trouble. Don't worry, they coming, amen. But I got a good word for you. It's important that I know what to do when trouble comes, amen. And can I tell you, when trouble arises, show me where the house of the Lord is. Point me to the altar. Show me where the God of heaven is. Because I believe there ain't no problem. There ain't no trouble that I face in this lifetime. That my God hasn't seen before. He's seen it before. And he knows what to do with it. He knows what to do with cancer. Anybody not believe that? He knows what to do with diabetes. He knows what to do, amen, with your problems on the job. He knows what to do with your problems in the home. Catch him off guard. And so, in him encountering many people, he had an encounter about with this man that came to him about his daughter that was back home. And she was on her last leg. She was dying. And he comes to her. And he tells him this. And Jesus begins to make his way to this man's home. But on his way to his home, he has another issue. Just running in with people with some problems. He runs into with another woman that she has a problem that she's been dealing with for 12 years. By the time she gets a hold of him, everything is put on pause. No longer is he making his way to Jairus' house. But he has been stopped in his tracks by this woman because... He understands that something has left him. Something has departed him. Virtue has left him because of a woman that had faith. You hear me? A woman that before she ever got a hold of him, she was believing. And she had faith. And she said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I know that I will be made whole. It's important, listen, that before you come into the house of the Lord that you talk yourself up. Amen. It's important that you talk to yourself before you come to the house of the Lord. And you got to, while you're putting your clothes on and you're getting ready for for church, you got to tell yourself, this is the day that I'm going to get my healing. This is the day that I'm going to get my miracle. This is the day that I'm going to get the Holy Ghost. This is the day that I'm going to go down to that church and I'm going to go to that altar and I'm going to lift up my hands and God's going to fill me with the Holy Ghost. This is the day that I made up my mind that I'm going to get baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of all of my sins. you got to talk to yourself and you got to tell yourself what's going to happen before it happens. And I got news for you. God will honor your faith. God will honor the words that 
you're speaking. You're saying you want the Holy Ghost. But guess what? I'm going to fill you with the Holy Ghost today. You're saying you want all your sins washed away. Today is your day to go down in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins. You've got to talk yourself up. You got to declare before you get here. You got to declare that today is my day. That I'm done dealing with this problem. I'm done allowing the devil to use me for a punching bag. I'm done allowing him to trample all over me and cause me to yield myself to things that I know that is destroying my health. I know it's destroying my mind. That this is the day that I'm done yielding myself, giving myself to people that don't care about me, that don't love me. All they're you do is use me and get what they want from me and go on about their business. This is the day that I'm getting deliverance from that. Amen. Somebody gotta have that kind of made up mind. This is the day, amen. You gotta come in believing that today is my day. Today is my day that God's gonna deliver me from some man named Jesus. And that all it took was for her to just reach out and grab a hold of the hem of this garment. She would be made whole. And she made her way through that press and through that crowd, and she did so. And it stopped Jesus because virtue left her and it flowed to her. Left him and it flowed unto her. And he asked the question, who touched me? Who touched me? And everybody was saying, listen, we're, this crowd that is around you, what do you mean who's touching you? No, somebody really got it. Somebody really touched me. Because virtue has left me. And there she was, to the side, scared. And the Bible says that he began to speak comforting words to her. And he let her know exactly why she was healed that day. Why she was made whole that day. And he said, your faith has made you whole. Can I tell you it's important where my faith is this morning? It's important where I put my faith at this morning. It's important of what I'm believing this morning. Amen. Can I tell you I want to believe in this man named Jesus and believe that he is alive and believe that today he can make a way he can deliver me from things that I've been struggling with and been wrestling with for years. If I would just come, amen, 
with lifted hands and surrendering and a lifted voice letting God know I've tried on my own for so long and I've only experienced heartache and pain and let down in misery and I tell you that he will move in your life he will move on your heart like never before So they tell him that we've seen him and that he's alive. He's alive. Thomas Dowling says, Not unless I see him and is able to put my finger in his, those nail prints, will I believe. And here's the wonderful thing that I love about Jesus he shows up again. Listen, Thomas is there this time. Right. Mm-hmm. He shows up and he says, Peace be unto you. And you'll notice that he cuts to the chase. Right, right. He wastes no time. no time. And he addresses Thomas. And he says, Thomas, here am I. How do touch me, Thomas? Yeah. Here's the nail prints, Thomas, that you wanted to see. Here I am. Come on. Take a shot at it, Thomas. I'm right here. Little proof, Thomas. Touch me. No longer is it what people are saying about me, Thomas, but I'm here just for you. No longer is it what people are saying about me, Thomas, but here I am. Making myself known and showing myself real to you. Can I tell you this morning that God stands ready to show himself and to make himself real and known to some people this morning. You may have heard everybody else talking about Jesus is good. You may have heard everybody else talking about Jesus is alive, but I promise you there's nothing like finding it out for yourself. There's nothing like when he lays his hands on you. There's nothing like when he fills you with the Holy Ghost that it's no longer about you hearing that he's good, but you lift up your hands and you lift up your voice and you let it be known. The half hasn't even been told of how good he is. I know for myself and I can't even explain it. All I can say is that it's joy. unspeakable. It's all of glory. That's what it is when you're dealing with a God like this God. You can't even explain how good he is. You say he's good, but good isn't good enough. You say he's great, but that isn't good enough. There ain't a word in the vocabulary that can describe this God. says he utters those words he says my Lord my God Thomas was convinced that day because Jesus make no mistake about it showed up to him 
Right. He came to show him. He came to convince him. Right. He came to let him know that this is not some fairy tale. Right. This is no hocus pocus. This ain't some tricks. But I am alive, Thomas. And I am able to do whatever it is you have need of. But I'm going to tell you that ain't the, that ain't the best part. Because Jesus goes on and tells Thomas a little something. He says, Thomas, you're making this confession, amen, because you see me. And that's all great Thomas. He said, but blessed are those that have not seen and believe. Can I tell you this morning, if you believe, amen, in the fact that there is only one God, if your faith has called you to go down in the watery grave and have all of your sins remitted, if that faith has led you to an altar with lifted hands and a lifted voice and God filled you with the Holy Ghost, I got news for you. You're blessed, amen. You're blessed, amen, because we haven't seen him with our eyes. But I guarantee you this, we have felt him, we have felt this touch, we have felt this power, and we stand here to declare he's real, he's alive, he is able to deliver, he's able to set you free. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm a believer this morning, and I'm not ashamed of it. Yes, I believe in Jesus. Yes, I believe that there is only one God, and that his name is Jesus. Yes, I believe in water baptism in the name of Jesus. Yes, I believe that you've got to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence. Let us remain standing this morning. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Come on, let's stand. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. I'm a believer, amen. Any believers here? Anybody come with a believing heart this morning that says, I'm going to make my way to that altar. I'm going to make my way to that baptismal place. I'm done putting it off. I'm done delaying it. I believe. What he is Oh my goodness. Woo! I believe this. I believe this, God. He has shown himself to be real to me. Too many times not to believe. I feel him in this house right now. Anybody been healed? That can testify, he's real. Anybody he's made a way for, anybody he's provided for, that can testify. I'm talking about when all doors were closed, amen, and it didn't seem like there was no way. You didn't know where help was coming from. You didn't know where the money was coming from. You didn't know where the next job was coming from. But this stepped in Jesus, amen, and blew the hinges off of that door. And you walk through that thing, amen. You know he's real. You've experienced that, you know it's real. If you experience the power of the Holy Ghost, you 
know he's alive. You know he's real. You know he's able. If you've taken the taste of liquor out of your mouth, you know he's real. If he calls you to flush the drugs down the toilet, you know he's real. You know he's alive. You can have an encounter with that God this morning. You can have all of your sins washed away. As far as the east is from the west this morning. You can receive the spirit of Jesus Christ that will give us power over the devil. Amen. Over the adversary. Power. That power that we can put him underneath our feet. Amen. That he will no longer have dominion over us, but God will give us the power, power. over him yeah. and all of his tricks yeah. and all of his schemes. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. We need that power. Yeah. And I believe that he's here this morning yeah. to give me that power. I believe that he's here this morning to save my soul. I believe he is here this morning to work the work in my life that I'll never be the same. Amen. Can I tell you what you're feeling this morning? That's the power of the Holy Ghost. That is the spirit of Jesus Christ that you feel in this place. Don't quench what you're feeling, but let that work in your life. Let it work on your heart. Come to this altar with your hands lifted, with your voice raised, and let God have his way. Because the truth is, many of us, at some point, even right now, it's in the same place that Thomas was in. That we've had or we have a problem believing at times. We have a problem with being completely sold out and sold off what God's word is saying and what God is instructing us to do. That somehow we wrestle with it, we struggle with it, just like Thomas did. Thomas struggled with believing what they was telling him. He wrestled with it. He said, you know what? I got to see this for myself. That's okay. That's all right. He was down. But I want to tell you, if I had to give this message a subtitle, it would be the God that removes all doubt. Amen. Because God is able to remove all your doubt. We come in with doubt. It's a part of the human nature to doubt. That's all right. There's a God that knows how what to do with our doubt. Because you remember that man in Jairus? That Jesus was on his way to a home, his home, to heal his daughter. By the time he was done with that woman with her issue, the servant of Jairus came 
and said, hey, don't trouble the master any longer. Your daughter is dying. And Jesus, knowing all of the emotions at that point in time that filled the heart of that man, looked to him and says, only believe. Only believe. I know the word that you got from the doctor. Only believe. I know what everybody else is saying around you. But only believe. I know what people and loved ones are saying, amen, about what is necessary and what is not necessary. Only believe what Jesus is saying. And you will experience a miracle. You will experience an encounter with the Almighty God like never before. You will see God perform a work in your life. And you know what sometimes believing is? It's just continue to put one foot in front of the other. It's to continue to walk by faith and not by sight. I know what I'm looking at, but you know what? I believe God can turn it around. I know how it looks back at home, amen. But you know what? I'm in the house of the Lord this morning because I believe God can work it out. I believe God I know what the doctor report says, but you know what? I'm not standing on that. I'm going to bring that report and I'm going to lay it down on the altar and I'm going to see what God has to say. I invite some people to come down to this altar this morning. Maybe you came in this morning. Feeling the way that Thomas felt. Then you came in struggling to believe this morning. I invite you to come down to this altar. I invite you to come with your hands lifted, with your voice raised. Come on, somebody, lift up your hands, lift up your voice. Lord, no matter how it looks to you, God, we believe Jesus. I believe, Lord. I know, Lord, I've been dealing with this, Lord, for a long time, Jesus. I've been struggling with this for a long time, Jesus. But I believe, Lord, 